Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I am your host, Wesley. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And today we're talking about the top 10 of Survivor 45. Mm -hmm. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? And all the in-betweens. Who we think is going to win. Well. Who we know is going to lose. Well, <laughs> Probably. Well, I mean, I got a strong prediction on winners here, but we also have a strong prediction on losers as well. Yeah. With so much that happened. So yeah, if uh, Mary and I, you might have heard us yesterday. We talked about the entire episode and everything. Mary, it was like our longest episode of the season. It was an hour and 55 minutes. <laughs> it was like it goes longer every week. It did not. I know. I didn't even realize it when we did it. But yeah, it was uh, pretty cool. So Sorry 45 is going strong. Uh, I think we can just get right into this. We're going to go alphabetically through each player. There is going the if you're watching on YouTube, the chart in the top right is the confessional counter. It shows each player. Mm-hmm. It shows how many confessionals they had per episode because people have been asking what the chart is, Mary. Mm-hmm. So I, I should actually explain it instead of just putting it on screen. That's what that is. It just it literally tells you how many confessionals people have had per episode. All right, let's get right into this. We're going to go alphabetically, chapter markers, and everything. We got them. Okay. Austin is the first player. Austin has no votes against him. He has a hidden immunity idol and an advanced amulet that right now he needs to combine with Kelly to steal a vote. But if Kelly's gone, it becomes an idol. Uh, Austin has, let's see, he has 26 confessionals so far. He only had one last night, but to be fair, he was not. Right. He wasn't in danger. No. He didn't win immunity. No, yeah. Austin was just fine last night. So mm-hmm. what do you think about Austin, Mary? I love Austin. Austin is number three for me on my ranking. So he's pretty high up there. Um, I think, as we just said, he's in a good position with his advantages and his alliance. Um, it, it looks like his alliance is pretty strong with D, Mama Julie, and Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how far that takes him. But I just think so far he's been playing a really smart game. Like I, I thought the one confessional he did have last night was really good. Oh, sorry, it wasn't in his confessional. It was when he was talking to em- Emily. Sorry, I don't remember. I just remember he said that... He didn't want to take Kelly out yet because everyone knew about the amulets and that would paint a bigger target on him. Mm-hmm. So I just think he's playing really smart. You know, most people are going to be like, oh, yeah, get Kelly out. So I have two idols. And he only had one confessional, but it was of quality. Right. He has very quality content consistently. Um, and he's he's just shown to be playing a good game. Like he's not getting really greedy with his advantage. He uses it when he needs to. He doesn't when he doesn't. And I, I just think he's a really smart player and he has a good alliance and it's so important as we've talked about to have a good alliance in this game. And he seems likable. I mean, nobody's been throwing his name out since the merge and we've only had one real merge. I guess, have we had one real merge episode? Was that considered uh, I feel like the next episode is going to be the real, the real sure. merge. But, yeah. you know, there's so many other targets that I think will be taken out before Austin that he should make it pretty far. Uh, if you want to know our, the casual elementary school opinion we asked her nieces and nephews austin is their favorite okay yep <laughs> i didn't know that. that was a factor at all <laughs> into funny. how you feel about, how, about somebody uh the, the casual elementary school audience they're rooting for austin apparently so uh austin for me i like him as well uh last night he did only get one but yeah he wasn't on the block at all like nobody was targeting him I was really curious, though, and we never going to know unless he tells us after the season. But even then, that's like after the season, you know, like you've had time to think about it mm-hmm. in the moment. Would Austin have flipped had Katura not flipped? Like, have they had the three three split? I don't know for sure. But I feel like Austin is here to play and he might have done it. Mm-hmm. Well, but it, he is in a power alliance 
with D and Julie and Drew. But then next time a survivor applies, it's going to be an all women's alliance. But you and I both said uh, last night, because we're recording this the next morning, that Austin is going not to be targeted by them. It's just going to be Bruce. Or at least I suspect the girls alliance just to get Bruce out. Yeah, the girls could band together to get Bruce out, and that could be all that is. I don't really know. I don't really take much stock in it. Mm-hmm. Usually, next time a survivor is always teaser stuff that never comes to fruition. I really unless Jake's passing out. Well, sure, but even Jake's passing out apparently hasn't really affected the no, game that much. It just happened. Just happened. But as you were saying about Austin, you're right. Last night he he came up with again a good strategy move. Hey, sh- should we keep? Caleb, Mm -hmm. because D, your threat level is rising and we want to keep other targets out there to keep eyes away from us right now. And she didn't agree with it and didn't go with it. And I think he made the right decision to stick with his alliance because you don't want to just burn your alliance. No, there's no reason for him to do anything else. But he wasn't wrong. I mean, he is thinking about all the different options and what really would be best for both both him and his alliance moving forward. And I think he had a point. Um, Caleb is it was a big threat and would have been a big <laughs> Mary target. Can't quite for people. let go. She's still I slipping can't. Up. I wish she was still Caleb in the game. Caleb is a big threat. He's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> he was my number one for a long time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I just I agree with you. I think Austin is making strategic moves, even if they don't come to fruition. He's like he's still playing the game. You know, he's not just sitting on his hands. We don't see him just being like, oh, sure, D, whatever mm-hmm. you want. Or sure, you know, Drew. Like Sifu is sitting on his hands. Yeah. Austin is not doing that. Yeah. And I, it irks me when players sit on their hands, mm-hmm. especially when they know they're going to go. That's that's the worst. Right. Austin, I don't feel that way about him. If they're going to get out Austin, the other players are going to have to blindside him. He's going to be on top of this. Right. And he he seems to know what's going on as far as he has a, a, a finger on the pulse of the game, I would say. I don't think he would get blindsided easily. If it goes easily. the way D wants it to go, D and Julie... It's going to be D, Julie, Drew, and Austin of Final Four, and they're going to make Drew and Austin do fire. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. And then, but that, I don't know, that's kind of a problem, though, because I feel like if I had to be frank, I feel like Austin's going to win that. And then that's a threat to D and Julie winning mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, so maybe not. Maybe in an ideal world with their current alliance, they're going to cut Drew and Austin at like five and six. I don't know. Really, I mean, everybody, I know we haven't got to him yet, but like everyone's best. Everybody's best move here is to drag Bruce to the end. But <laughs> that's the thing. You can't really drag Bruce. You have to guide Bruce. Yeah. And I, I don't foresee Austin doing that. No, he, he's not going to be able to work with so Bruce. So my question is, can Austin beat everybody here at the moment? And it's like a little hard to say, but I feel good about Austin if he reaches final three. Yes, I think his threat level is going to become more apparent the farther we if go. He wins cha- if he wins challenges, yeah. right. And if people find out about his idols and all of that. But if he makes it, I think he has a really good shot, which is why he's number three for me. He's number five for me. I I mean, I want to put him a spot higher, mm-hmm. but I just can't. I can't put him <laughs> a spot higher. You know me. I got crazy theories and Austin doesn't fit any theory I have. So good, I can't I'm put him any higher because of my crazy theories. But I like Austin. Austin's in good position. Uh, I don't. I mean, if he goes, I think it's strictly going to be because of his threat level, mm-hmm. which he has to maintain. Right. He has to, which is funny that he was telling D to maintain her threat level to be low when he's the one that probably also needs to be checking that, too. Well, why do you think he's bringing Caleb, keeping Caleb in the first place? It's not just yeah. D's threat level. It's also for his oh, game. No, I, the whole keeping a meat shield around is classic. Yeah, it's classic. I don't want to spoil any other shows, but there's another 
social strategy show going on right now and a very prominent player uh, got out earlier than they should have because they let meat shields go. Frankly, Mm -hmm. they let all their meat shields go. And then when it came time to save themselves, they couldn't because everybody was gone. Right. Everybody. Yeah. So I think, you know what show I'm talking about, Mary. I think I do. I mean, I just don't want to say who. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. We're talking about Survivor here. Yeah, so I'm also talking about Survivor here. Okay. So anyways, yeah, Meat Shield is important and Austin's losing him. If Bruce goes, Austin's losing him because Bruce right now is Meat Shield for everybody. Mm -hmm. Bruce is going to be after after Bruce, it would probably be Jake, but soon after that, it would be Austin, I think. I don't know. Is Jake, is he a, that's the thing, is he a, when I say a threat, I mean, does Jake have the numbers? No. Right. Does Jake have immunity wins? I don't know. Is Jake going to win immunities? I'm saying Austin's the biggest immunity threat. With Sifu gone and then Caleb, those are two big shields that yeah. went, like yes. challenge shields. So Austin, no, I get that. They I'm, need to win out. I'm just saying that Austin at least has a pretty good alliance, whereas Jake right now, it seems like his only alliance is Bruce. So therefore, if Bruce is gone, he's like an easy vote out because he could be good in challenges He could, and he has no alliance. That, that was all I'm saying. Yeah, it's possible Jake's good in challenges. I just remember pre-merge, we saw Caleb, Sifu, and Austin dominating, and two yeah. of those just went last night. Right, exactly. So. All right, our next player is, oh, for you, Austin is three. For me, Austin is five. By the way, I put that in the description every week, uh, our rankings in text form. Okay, number our next person, not number two, our next person is Bruce. Man, is Bruce getting killed out here. Bruce only has one vote against him. He has an idol which is probably a big reason why he's even going to stay around if he does. And Bruce, let's see here, got five confessionals last night. He's up to 24. By the way, everyone here, except for one person, is at least in the 20s. Bruce picked up a bunch of ground here in confessionals the past two episodes. Mm-hmm. He was like single digits. Which means he's going soon. <laughs> hey, watch your language. Yeah, he's gotten 15 in the past two confession- in the past two episodes. But I feel like it's more because Bruce has actually become eligible to be voted for. Yes. That's but, part of it. Uh, you know, you didn't go to tribal before. So, like, they didn't want to spend too much time on Katara right. Hates Bruce. Which, by the way, did you know? Yeah, I did not know. But thank okay. you. Okay, I'm thank glad I filled you in me. for the first thank time. Thank you for filling me in. You're welcome. Yeah, Katara hates Bruce. Well, also. And also other people are annoyed at him, too. Yes. What do you I was think just going to say, I think he's might have gained more confessionals in the last couple of episodes. Because he's, like you said, he's now eligible. But he's also now in the thick of things. Like, he is yeah. really, he's, he's. At the merge, he's ready to play. He wants to get Caleb out. He wants to put targets on, you know, Katura. He's he's just out there playing as hard as he can at this point and not listening to advice. So he's kind of like a wrecking ball that's just come in mm-hmm. and is. Are you saying he's coming like a, like, uh, you know. <laughs> yes, like that. <laughs> like Miley Cyrus' song? Wow, I didn't expect that reference in this <laughs> not, not quite podcast, like that. But here we are. <laughs> no, I mean, I. I don't think Bruce is a great player, which is why he's number 10 for me at this point. Um, strictly on the social aspect, because he doesn't take social cues well at all. Even when Kelly's telling, talking to him last night. Right. Even when his number one alliance member is like, hey, you should tone this down a little bit. He's just like, oh, well, this is just how I play the game. Yeah. And you've got to be able to take advice from people and see yourself in other people's eyes because it is all about their perspective. It's not about how you see yourself. I mean, you can think you're the best survivor player ever, mm-hmm. but does anybody else think you're a good survivor player? You know, so if just Bruce, be- reaches, Bruce reaches final three. He ain't getting nothing. I don't think he would no. get any votes. Yeah. Nobody really likes him. He doesn't seem to be uh, besides Jake. Besides Jake. But yeah. that's not enough. And every now and then he makes a joke and people are like, huh, that's funny. But 
for the most part, he Kelly's his number one alliance, and he's only she's only keeping him around because she thinks he'll be loyal. Kelly's a good ally. She is a good she ally. She really is. Like that, I said it last night. I'll say it again. Kelly's somebody I would want to align with if I was in the game because if she's loyal to Bruce, she'll be loyal to me. You know, right? If if I if she's gonna be loyal, so yeah. But that's like a, another point against Bruce. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I just don't see him having very good chances. I mean, he could go on. He has an idol, so that should keep him safe if he uses it correctly. Is he going to be paranoid enough to play? Because I feel like Bruce could be coming into things too confident. Right. And then if next episode, the women are like, all right, we're making a women's alliance to get rid of Bruce, which I can totally see. Mm-hmm. And then they target Bruce. But they would all be able to trick him, too, if they decided to pull up Black Widow Brigade Eric move and be like... You know where Eric gave up his immunity necklace? I don't think anyone's in ever going to do that again. No, no, he's not going to give up his idol. They'll just convince him that, hey, Austin's in your way. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, they just need to pump up Bruce a little bit, and they should be able to take advantage of him. Sure. Is my personal opinion. Because Caleb's gone, so who's Bruce's next target? Katura. That's true. Mm, that's actually a good point. So they could, the other women could be like, let's go Katura then. I mean, it's not too hard. You just got to figure out who Bruce wants well, out. And then you play into that, play into because they said he's right. emotional last night. Mm-hmm. They said he's is vindictive the right word? Yes. Vindictive. Holds on to grudges. Yep, he holds on to grudges. So mm-hmm. like and which is funny because Katura's also like Yes. <laughs> more so than Bruce. But I think that's Bruce has grudges against multiple people. Probably over minor things, I'm mm-hmm. sure too. So I don't know. I could totally see them tricking Bruce and Bruce not playing his idol. Which is against Bruce. Right. I'm with you. I'm totally with well, you. Well, he seemed very paranoid in this week's episode and he didn't play the idol. So he must have. He and, must have solely known he had the numbers. Right. And I think he did know. It, and obviously he did have the numbers. But if they can calm that paranoia down like Kelly did this time. So if he if especially if Kelly betrays him because yeah. Kelly and Kendra are now they've now proven to him that they're loyal, you know. So if Kelly and Kendra again come up to him, whoever it is, whether mm-hmm. it's. Austin or Couture or whoever they want to sell to him and he buys it I could definitely see that being a possibility because he can be overconfident now in his allies how do you feel about the irony of last night Caleb saying I could tell Bruce has only played 14 hours of Survivor before he played here because Caleb went and Bruce did not and they were both eligible first tribal by the way Bruce has been eligible at Mm -hmm. well as they always say, there are different kinds of threats, and Caleb was a bigger threat because Caleb was a threat to win. He was good at Survivor, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bruce could definitely learn a few things from Caleb, you know. Whereas in his mind, Caleb needs to learn a few things from Bruce. I think this. I don't think Bruce can called back for a third time. No, I think. Well, frankly, they got so many people to call back for a second time that calling back Bruce for a third time would be yeah a bit wild. But I just. I don't see Bruce being called back again. Let's do some sort of heroes versus villains. And Bruce, by the way, on social media is all him. He is excited about all this way he's showing. Mm-hmm. So he's not like down that he's getting this negative at it. He's like excited about it. So unless they want to do like a, a heroes versus villains too, which I'm not sure how they would cobble together enough villains for that. Unless they pro- start going to the old school cast again. I, I don't, I don't see Bruce being called back third time. I say that because I'm like, Man, there's no way like Bruce recovering in the story of this at all. So you, you think he's a villain? I think if they're going to do another. Yeah. Well, I I mean, in the in it's all perspective in Survivor yeah. in the people in the perspective of the Survivor show. Bruce, a villain. I don't think Bruce is actually a villain mm-hmm. like as a person. Right. I think Bruce in the show of Survivor is a villain. That's all we're really talking about here. I'm I guess I'm just not seeing him portrayed quite like that. To me, it's, it's more of just like a. 
when everybody doesn't like you and you're not listening to people and you're annoying people, that's a villain and survivor. It's not that deep. You would know more than I. I'm I guess just, when I think of a villain, villain and survivor. survivor, I think of somebody who's like backstabbing people constantly oh, yeah. and lying constantly. Yeah. Bruce doesn't really lie. Well, he tells you he wants you out and then he just like you, you said, out. there's different threats and survivors, different villains and survivors. Okay. This is the unaware villain. This gotcha. is unaware. Coach in Token Chains was a villain, even though it's really just because he was unaware and he was a doofus. Mm. Yeah. Like, that was not. And then Russell Hance is a villain because of what you were thinking backstabbing, lying. Yeah. You know, telling people he was in Hurricane Katrina, stuff like that. Right. Like that's, that's a different villain. That's almost like a, that's like a real life villain. Right. If he does that in real life, which, you know, up to your, <laughs> Call. I haven't met real, Russell Lance in real life, but Bruce, I don't think he's a real life villain. I think he's just a survivor no. villain because he's okay. kind of a doofus and he's not catching on to what people think about him. But that makes sense. I yeah. guess I, I just feel like that's a harsh term then. Well, for, coach, but okay. based on coach survivors, and Tyson are villains in, on Survivor Heroes versus villains, right? How does Bruce not fit that same right. kind of? No, mold? I get, I get what yeah. you're saying. You brought up coach, and that's I see a lot of similarities. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And and so Bruce would be if they do Heroes versus villains, bring him back for, as a villain. He would totally embrace it. He'd have fun with. He would have fun with it. He would buy into it a thousand percent. But if they do like a fan's favorite season, like fans versus favorites, or just like a favorite season, I don't see Bruce coming back no, for that. No, yeah. So the only way he's come back, I feel like at this point, is for like a heroes versus villains okay. type of season. So not to get too far off, but yeah, Bruce for me is also number ten. Number ten for you as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I mean, even if he makes it through the next episode, Katura versus Bruce, who's gonna win? I think Katura. I think Katura is. I was hoping it was going to be Bruce for a while. And I'm I'm personally on board with Bruce, but I can't deny all the evidence that Bruce is not going to win. Just not a great game plan on Bruce. No. Yeah. <laughs> even though, even though stuff they don't focus on, like Bruce rooting for Katura during the immunity challenge, they're like, <laughs> I mean, like put it there, but like, don't focus on it. All right. right. So, all right. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that tells you Bruce ain't winning, unfortunately, for all Bruce fans. Okay, our uh, well, actually, before we move on to the next player, Mary, you have big news. We talked about it yesterday and last week, but it's coming up soon, so let's talk about it again. Yeah, exactly. So on November 17th, my new book, Egan the Brave, is releasing. Um, you can pre order the Kindle version now for $4.99 on Amazon. I'm really excited about it. It's the sequel to my book I released last year called Egan the Small, a fantasy middle grade novel for kids aged approximately 7 to 14. And it, I'm really, really excited about this one. I got the same illustrator and it's just so cute and fun. I love it. And the Egan the Small, so you can pre-order Egan the Brave right now. And if you do that and you DM me on Twitter, Instagram, or you email me, my email's in the description, I will send you links to Patreon videos that have not been re- yet released on YouTube. Uh, so you just got to show me your, the receipt. You don't have to get providing personal details. Like I don't need to see anything else. I just need to see that you ordered the book. That's all I need to know. Uh, also, though, Egan the Small is on sale. So if it you is. want to catch up, because this is a duology. Mm-hmm. So it's part one, part two, and that's it. Like, there's, this is not going to be like a long running series. So Egan the Small is on sale on Amazon for the lowest prices we could put it for. What were the prices again, Mary? Uh, the Kindle for Egan the Small is 99 cents. The paperback is five ninety nine, and the hardcover is thirteen ninety nine. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's literally the lowest we could go without paying Amazon for every book you order. So. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for those. We greatly appreciate those who have purchased it mm-hmm. and have left reviews on Amazon because it has like perfect reviews so far. All right, well, you ready for our next player? I am ready for our next. Player. Our next player is I almost said Caleb. That's not right. It's D. D. D and yeah. her big toes. Should that be? <laughs> you know, Drew says he has a second side to him. And it's the Basile side. I don't think he does. I think it's D, and D is her other side. Is her big toes. D and her big toes. D and her big toes. D and her big toes. Yeah. 
She has 23 confessionals. Every episode, she like is very consistent in getting content. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has 23 confessionals for last night. I feel like she's sitting in a power position right now. She has one vote against her. Uh, no advantages, though. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about D, Mary? I really feel good about D. Honestly, I felt like she's had an almost perfect game so far. My only negative for her was the Sifu vote, which we've talked about before. Um, when she voted for Sifu to go home, even though Sean was quitting and it was obviously should have been Sean that night. But anyway, Sean, she was thinking beyond the quit. She was like, if I get Sifu, though, Sean could still quit. Yeah. I wonder if that was part of it. Maybe. Maybe that was part of it. Um, And she could have a really good reason for that. I just didn't see the reason. But other than that, I mean, she's in a great alliance. She's great at challenges, as we've seen. She has a really good mental attitude about the whole game like she's mm-hmm. driven she's ready to go and pe- she's likable she's not over the top like maybe kendra as far as just oh no she's not making cat noises and asking my astrological right. symbols no. but she's outgoing and fun and we have heard <laughs> i have heard zero negative comment i mean the closest thing could be maybe austin saying hey your threat level is rising because you want immunity um but that's about it but that's about it and yeah. this is now I mean, that, Jake, okay, no, on the flip side, though, Jake wanted to get rid of D, but D won immunity, so he, want, he wanted to go after Julia to weaken D. Right. So Jake's really D's biggest enemy at the moment. At the moment. And if Jake talks to Bruce, if Bruce is open enough to listen to that, he could make Bruce, but we've already determined Bruce is not right. a and huge who's, factor. Who's voting with Bruce? Like, who are... Jake. Jake, Jake and Bruce are two people right now. Yeah, they are not... Ten. Yeah, they are not... Old Bellow's gone. Um. So... I think she is in a really good position. I think she's got a good head on her shoulders and we get content from her a lot. I mean, as you're talking about her big toes, which they did help her win the immunity. So maybe it was kind of, it was important. her million dollar gameplay. Her she million said million dollar gameplay. Um, but yeah, I like, I like D she's number four for me, a very close four, three and four. I think to me are kind of, I mean, Austin and D right now to me are almost interchangeable. Equal. Number yeah. wise. Yeah. Uh, D for me is number two. I, we have a new theory, everybody. We know about the match chat theory. I'm holding on to that. It went on for so long. But the new theory is the sob story theory. Every winner of the new era has had a sob story, even on seasons where everybody didn't get one. That's the important part. Mm-hmm. Everyone got one 41, 42, 43, and 44. Not so much. Well, D has one, and it felt forced. <laughs> it did not feel <laughs> natural. And I can't ignore that on top of where she sits in the game, which is also a really good position. Mm-hmm. So Dee's in a really good position. She has power. It seems like she's options. If the women's alliance is to be believed, you're right. It could just be a red herring. I think it's a red herring. I think it's a red herring. Yeah. Uh, it could be. Because I, just, I feel like, I feel like it's a very plausible situation though. So like when they present it, I'm like, that's not happening. I'm like, actually I could see that. Well, I mean, what would it gain D and Mama Julie. It's just a temporary alliance to get rid of Bruce and possibly Jake. Sure. It's not to get rid of Austin and Drew, in my opinion. But but Austin and Drew are fine with getting... Well, they may not be fine because they want to keep him as shields a little bit longer. So I could see how... But do you want to... Like I'm saying, Austin didn't do this to D and Julie last night. He didn't flip on them to keep Caleb so that he had a shield. So are Mama Julie and D going to flip on Austin and Drew... I don't, I don't, I don't know. think this is the right time. I don't to think flip they're going to bring them to the final four. three, as I talked about during Austin's segment. Right. So what is the best path for D to move forward? Take Mama Julie and Bruce. Well, probably not going <laughs> to take Bruce. If she could. <laughs> but not take Austin and Drew is what you're saying. I don't I don't know. But I mean, Drew, as we have seen multiple times, has not been 
great socially. He's okay, but yeah. like they've focused on when he's massively screwed up. Austin is the one you can't bring to final three. Yeah. At the moment. Mm-hmm. He's too likable and he's good. He is. Drew, I wonder, I bet you she could beat Drew at the end. I think D probably could, at this point in the game. Julie's her sidekick. Mm-hmm. You know, every season survivor has what main characters, sidekicks, comic reliefs, and villains. I say it in every story video. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this case, Julie's the sidekick to D. If D is a main character. Right. So in this case, yeah, Drew would be somebody they could probably bring to the end and be like, what is this? What did this guy do? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, who is Drew, right? Us women, we sit together, right, jury? <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. I just I think know. I just think it wouldn't be the best move for D and Julie at this point to go against Drew and Austin. But maybe next week Drew and Austin are like, yeah, sure, let's get Bruce out. That's fine. I don't I don't think that they will though, because I think that they're gonna see, oh no, Caleb's gone, Sifu's gone. We should probably not let another big shield go. I mean, yet. yeah, back to back tribals were in, in in a sense devastating for Austin losing two big targets like this, yeah. Sifu and Caleb. Mm-hmm. Losing Bruce is like, okay, well then who's next after that? Right. So. so at least another vote or two, I would stick if I was D. Mm-hmm. But oh, I don't think she's slipping on Austin Drew quite yet. I think right. Bruce is target number one for the majority, and therefore, why not go with it? It's not, he's not helping you anyways. Sure, she she is in a really good spot, like you're saying. D for me is number two. Uh, can't ignore the sob story theory that I have made up. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> commented it. To be fair, I did not come up with it by myself but i am now sticking to it as a theory they just brought the fact that it had happened mm-hmm. so thanks to them you don't remember who it was no i did <laughs> should have screenshotted it i'm sure i could go back and look and find it it was probably back during like episode three or four when that's they brought okay it up. but that's why we like you guys commenting and giving your theories oh, i read ideas. them all yeah. i literally read them all don't mm-hmm. think i they didn't get missed uh yeah so d for me is number two she's in a power position she's doing really well socially she's her target's not too big mm-hmm. and i think I think she's dragging Julie to the end. Yeah. At the at the moment. I and I don't see why she shouldn't. Julie has not been shown to be any sort of threat to win. Right. I agree. Okay. So our next player is Drew or Basile. But really, he just said that episode one has not been explored at all. It really hasn't I'm come waiting. up again. <laughs> I'm hoping it was gonna come up like maybe Basile's the one that screws stuff up. He's like, Drew's like, time for me to <laughs> come into my final form. <laughs> and he becomes Basile like you know, like a Pokemon evolving or yeah. <laughs> Digimon, digital monsters. They evolve every episode. I think I forgot. I haven't watched that show in forever. Anyways, uh, Drew has 30 confessionals. He's in, wow. the, he's in the threes. There's only one other person with him, by the way, in the thirties. I bet I know who that is. You'll never guess. Okay. Drew also has one vote or two votes against him, but he does have safety with that power, though he did foolishly leave it behind. Maybe that's for the best that he left it behind because he didn't need he it. He didn't need it. Yeah. No, Maybe he, he would have used it and it would have been a waste. So he still has safety without power. He can just leave tribal and not mm-hmm. have to vote or get voted off. Right. That's a good advantage. And I think Drew, it was actually a good episode for Drew this week, even though we didn't hear much from him um, per he had three se. confessionals. So, well, it felt like he was, wasn't at the forefront. <laughs> so I'm sure he did have confessionals. But it, yeah, he wasn't driving anything. Yeah, he wasn't driving anything. I think it was a good episode because he was in the bottom with Sifu and we showed him work hard to make sure his name didn't even get brought up, yeah. basically. And Sifu didn't do anything to save himself. So. No, and Sifu did not. So, Drew, we've seen him in a bottom position, even though he's in a power alliance, but he wasn't with any of his other alliance members. And he that would could have been a good opportunity to get him out, especially if people knew about this four-way mm-hmm. alliance, which I don't think... I mean, I think people know about 
Dee and Julie, obviously, I think people know about Austin and Drew, but yeah. I don't know if anyone knows quite. Well, I say that and then they, we keep saying, well, Reba's going to stay strong. Well, I, I think, think the Reba four will stay strong yeah. until Dee and Julie or Austin and Drew decide, I can't go to the end with these guys. Right. But anyways, Drew, we've talked about it. Drew is in this really great position with Austin, Dee and Julie. And while he may not be great socially, as we saw with Brando, um, he he also is willing to humble himself and kind of learn. And I think if his back's put to it, he can come out like sure. like we saw him this week. Versus, but he can also be thick headed too, right? Versus when he feels comfortable, I think it's when he's in danger because he's not. He's just kind of coasting a little mm, bit. Okay. So Drew shouldn't be able to coast if he wants to make it farther. He actually has to be. You say Drew's a better player when his back's to the yes, wall. Yes, he okay. has to have a little bit of heat on him. So that's why he's kind of in the middle for me right now. He's only five. He could be great or he could not be great. You know, we'll we'll just have to see as as I'm really curious how this Reba four goes forward. It's funny how that works for some players. Like some players do worse when they have the lead versus when they're behind. And then. For example, Boston Rob is horrible when he's behind. Mm. If Boston Rob has the lead, he just puts his foot on everybody's throat and wins. Yeah. He's getting to the end. But when he is behind, that's when he struggles. Right. I'm trying to think of somebody who is great in the lead, but struggles from behind. Comment below if you can think of somebody. I feel like Tony, Tony Vlacos was like interchangeable behind ahead. Right. He was able to do whatever he needed to do. Mm -hmm. Though he was fine when he's in the lead as well. So I don't know. He seemed good either way. But there's some players who like if they're not behind they actually become a villain i feel like russell hansen samoa okay here's a good example is good when he's behind bad when he's in the lead when he was behind in samoa like him doing the things he's doing was like not viewed as villainous as mm -hmm. villainous right as when he's in the lead and he's just being a bully when being doing the things he's do, being a bully from behind was not as villainous because it's like, well, I mean, he's standing up against eight people and he's only got three on his side. Sure. He has to do what he's got to do to survive. Sure. But then when he's in the lead, especially at the end of Samoa and then during all the way through Heroes vs. Villains for the most part, he's a bully doing the same stuff. I mean, he is. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. always portrayed he's yeah. like a big bully. So Russell Lane's in the lead, bad, in the, coming from behind, good. Turns out like he's, he seems to thrive with pressure. Mm -hmm. You're saying Drew is not like Russell Hans as a person. Yeah. But maybe Russell Hans as in that strat strategic per reason where it's like, okay, when he's coming from behind, he's actually, mm -hmm. though he humbles himself, which Russell Hans never does. I think there's more players that thrive under pressure than, yeah. than thrive in the lead. And it's just like kind of a natural human <laughs> thing when you're in the lead, when you know you've got it under control, you just, you tend to relax and that's usually not a good thing in a game like Survivor. The Tiga 3 did not have the lead at any point last season right. until like the end. Mm -hmm. And they thrived being not in the lead. Right. So I, I feel like they would have been fine in the lead as well. I don't know. I don't think those three were going to break. Those three were pretty chill as far as just personalities. <laughs> I mean, the Carolyn's like a nut. So well. I mean, chill, <laughs> chill is not the right word because she was like constantly flipping right. out. But anyways, we like Drew. Yeah. We've, we've seen good and bad from him, but I feel like the bad has been focused on for a reason and it might bite yeah. him, but later, mm -hmm. but yes, apparently when he's behind, he's just fine. But watch out. If he gets power, if him and this three before your power, watch it. Yeah. He's going to get blindsided. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, Drew for me is, oh, I don't think I even said yet. Drew for me is number seven. Where is he for you again? Five. Okay. Our, uh, well, really quickly, I want to mention over on Patreon, it's completely free to sign up for. 
I have so many videos that are coming out. I got Sari. It, she did win the poll. I said last night I think she's going to nice. win. She did. Sari, Big Brother, 25 videos going to be on there. Soon, Parvati Shallow. I got Russell Hans on there now from Heroes vs. Villains. And uh, a few others. I'll put their images up on screen. I just top my head. I don't have them. But yeah, it's free to sign up for. Uh, if you do want to support the channel financially, we greatly appreciate it. It's like three bucks a month. You get all the videos for uh, you get the videos like weeks and literally up to six months before they come out on YouTube. Nice. So, but uh, yeah, we greatly appreciate it. All right. Our next player is after Drew Emily, or as I have determined her, the future winner survivor, survivor 45. <laughs> How do you feel about Emily, Mary? She has one vote against her and shockingly doesn't seem to be targeted by anybody at the moment. And she has, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you confessionals. 30, she has the most at 38. Yeah. I was right, going to say, she's her? the other 30. I, she's also number one for me right now. Um, what? You guess Emily had the most? What? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like I watched the show or something. What? <laughs> Stop doing that. Just come in here blind. <laughs> so Emily, I mean, I think both you and I agree that we're really high on Emily. If she makes it to the final tribal, she has such a good chance of winning because of her Lulu background story. As well as she's she seems to be connected with the Reba Four at this moment, mm -hmm. which is what we would consider the power alliance of this season so moment. far at the moment, right? But she's flexible. I mean, she. I think one thing we really like about Emily the most is that she seems to have learned and grown in this process. You know, she came in really strong and hard headed and a bit brash, but she has learned to chill and calm down. Look and, at her staying under the radar. Yeah. And she's staying under the radar. She was like, she would have been voted out first. Yeah. If, uh, thank, what's her name? Hadn't thank quit. goodness <laughs> that Hannah needed to go home to vape. Yeah. So it's just. That it's, vape saved Emily's life. It, it would be such an amazing story if it happened. Thank you, nicotine addiction. And so <laughs> I think that she has a really good shot. It, she's not a physical threat. I can't say she's, I think she's a good strategist. Strategist? But at this point, I don't think she's trying to make big moves or big waves, which she shouldn't be because yeah. she needs to keep her threat level down. But I could see her making a few plays later on that will that could boost her game and give her the story that she needs at the end. But she already has such a good story. That's the only reason she's going to win if she gets to the end is, is because of her story of how she overcame being uh -huh. basically being the first boot out mm -hmm. has learned, has grown. And I think people like Emily. I think, um, you know, she came out to the merch tribe and people were like, oh, this is Emily. This is the same girl on the boat that was like, yeah, berating Bruce for a re for playing for. <laughs> so I guess in hours. retrospect, everybody's like, you know what? Good for her. <laughs> Maybe. Everybody's like, actually, Emily, you're fine. Right. <laughs> we were right the whole time. We had no idea. Yeah. So, I mean, I like Emily. She's definitely number one for me. Emily's number one for me as well. Uh, my personal problem with Emily and this is not with Emily is just the situation she's in is that who's going to let her get to final three knowing that. She survived the Lulu losers, mm -hmm. survived the devastation of them. And then if she gets to the end, I mean, she could say she's been to almost, I think she only missed one. She's been to every tribal. She's been eligible every tribal, too. She doesn't have mm -hmm. immunity at all. And she's the final three. I mean, heck, Emily's not like an idiot. I think in front of people, she'll be able to sell herself. Right. She's not going to be like, uh, I feel like Carolyn's not an idiot, but Carolyn in that final tribal did not do anything to help her case. Right. Confessional Carolyn was fine, but then mm -hmm. in at Final Tribal, like Carolyn, sell yourself. She well, couldn't do it. It's a lot of pressure. I think, Emily, <laughs> I think Emily, though, under pressure would be just fine. Yeah. Selling yourself. We've seen her. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on that initial boat. And she was like, whatever, I'm going after Bruce yeah. anyway. So <laughs> True. 
screw him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we've talked about how there's different threat levels. And I think Emily could make it farther because people are going to be so focused on. She's a final else. three threat. Yes. That's what she is yes. at the moment. Yeah. At this moment, she's not a challenge threat. I don't think she's a strategy no. threat. She's she was not... the first out on the poll. Right. I keep wanting to bring up the poll, by the way. I did check. Here's versus villains. The poll seemed to be maybe thinner, like easier to wrap around because mm-hmm. Parvati was using like one arm to wrap around it. Also, the footholds were definitely deeper. Gotcha. They were shallow last night. Mm-hmm. That's why I said Mary and I joke whenever we watch Endurance Challenge and Modern Survivor. We're like, all right, how can they get this over within about 10 minutes? Yeah. Can't be out here for too long. God forbid. So they got to make the Endurance Challenge. While it looks like every Endurance Challenge you've done before, they make it harder for the player somehow. And it's they made the footholds almost non-existent. Mm. That's that's sad. For civilians, they could put like they could put like two toes in. Right. There was no two toes last night. Yeah. These big toes actually didn't win it for her. It was her leg strength, her butt, her her like whatever she was hanging on hard, but it wasn't her toes saving her. Well, she said it was her toes. I know because it's a funny joke for <laughs> okay. her. But like we saw, we witnessed her like wrap her legs around. Her toes weren't even on the pole. Yeah, they were. Just Not at, at the, the end, end when she it, wanted to be the end, like, it wasn't, yeah. yeah. But anyways, back to Emily. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not good in challenges. Not good in no, challenges. Clearly. Lulu losers were in part because of Emily. Mm-hmm. And she's not going around like Bruce being like, oh, we got to get this person out. Or we got to get this person. Or, you know, she's staying. She's trying to make friends with Bruce. She's, she was trying to make friends with Bruce. Yeah, she's trying to make friends with everybody, which is such a different Emily. So yeah. I, we know the show loves her. They bring her up a lot. And even though she didn't necessarily have a lot of uh, screen time this week. No. Again, we think that's a good thing for her because she needs to keep her threat level low. So she can be under the radar a little bit. Yeah. She needs to be under the radar a little bit. So yeah, Emily number one. Emily's number one for me as well. I think she needs to not lay low, but kind of lay low for the next like three vote offs. Wait till like final seven to pull something. Mm-hmm. Final seven, final six, pull a move, pull a yeah. move out of your hat because. You do need to have something at the end. You can't just say I survived other right. Lulu losers. That's mm-hmm. a great like first half, but you have to do something second half. Right. So will Emily get something together and make something happen? I don't know. If she does, she's going to have to knock out a target. Right now, targets are like Austin, D, Drew mm-hmm. maybe. Right. It's not Bruce. Bru- I mean, Bruce, everybody wants Bruce. That's not who's going to claim that one. Right. Jake, maybe if I don't know if Jake can turn this thing around. I, I think like, Jake's gone before Emily has a he chance. He did a swing and a miss last night, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. Good turn. Yeah, I could. So at the moment, it's got to be a target. Emily's not got a target to have a move at the end. She, I don't think she's going to get even get an idol or anything. You don't think she'll ever she get She was an on idol? Bellow and nobody found the stupid Bellow idol. Like, Emily, was she even looking? I'm sure she was. Yeah, I don't know. That's she was true. On, she, was on, uh, she was on Lulu, Lulu. and Sabaya found it. Mm-hmm. She's on Bellow and nobody found it. Mm-hmm. Emily, find something. That would be nice. That'd be helpful for her. Yeah, it might be a little helpful. All right, Emily's number one for both of us. Our next player is Jake. Jake. Jake, Jake. Jake, Jake, Jake. You're not in a great position anymore, Jake. Uh, Jake has 20 confessionals, which feels like he should have more than that. Mm-hmm. 20 almost feels low for Jake. But he, uh, let's see how many votes he has. I don't think he has any votes against him. No. Jake has no votes against him. Yeah. He also has no advantages. But if he ain't target number one of of Julie and D, I don't know who is at, besides Bruce. Right. At, at this point, because he voted for Julie. Sure. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And I think he's in a lot of trouble, uh, which is why we saw him searching for the idol next week. And I think actually if the women band together, it'll be get Jake out, not Bruce. You think they're going to target Jake? Yes. And Bruce gonna, is how far is Bruce getting on, on nonsense? Well, I think Bruce could get at least another vote because Jake. Hey, Jake voted against us. 
Yeah. And so that's a target on him. And also. But Katura hates Bruce. She hates him. If you want to hurt Bruce, you know, get his number one ally out. No, well, I want to hurt Bruce. Just get rid of Bruce. Sure. I don't understand the strategy in Survivor. It's like, it's like if the person doesn't have immunity, why am I just weakening them? Mm-hmm. Just get them out. Well, just yeah. Just the head. And that's part of it, too. I think you always have to have two options because what if that target gets immunity? So A and B, Bruce and Jake are kind of tied together. Um, <laughs> but if Jake, he's not at the very bottom for me, but he's pretty low because I think he's likable. I think people like Jake. And if he's able, he was willing to make a big move last night, which yeah, thank good. you, Jake, for trying. Yeah, he's trying thank to you. play the game. Um, so I I really like him a lot. I just wish he had better allies at this point because he doesn't seem to have many good allies. So no, he needs to he needs to find some new friends. Yeah, I mean Kelly's fine if she's aligned with Jake. That's right. about it. Obviously, Katura's not with him. Nope. Yeah, if he could get in with Kelly and Kendra again and try to, but he did blunder though on that Katura thing. I don't think he should have told her about the rings. Only in retrospect do I say this. Yeah. He could have said. I feel like that's what did her in. It wasn't the idol. It was the. I feel, I feel like it was the fact that they covered it up and she had no idea about it. They, they were covering up from her. I don't think the rings she mattered. Knew they were covering up from her. No, that story was covering up from Katura. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying everybody <laughs> and old Bello knew. And she. it was like she realized, oh, everybody knew about this. And, and oh. it wasn't just them. Didn't matter about the rings. It's like. But when he told her, I'm just saying like. When he gave her all the information, it was like it gave her enough to connect the dots that people aren't with her. Yeah. Whereas when Caleb just told her Bruce had an idol, that was just that. I mean, that right. was like a surprise, but it was not enough for yeah. her to be done. Well, she yeah, I mean, she was asking when and how and why, you yeah. know, and I know. And Jake was not right. prepared. I guess he could have just been like, oh, I don't know when he just showed it to me. Sometime. Frankly, yeah, I, Bruce showed the thing to me. I'm telling you now. That's true. But Jake, what about the ring? Is that what the ring thing was? No, I lost my rings. Yeah. I mean, as is, I mean, now I'm encouraging lying, but I'm saying in this situation, I'm not sure how you could give non-answers to get out of this one because she was asking very direct yeah. questions. But I don't like, know. All, you just got to stick with Bruce showed me the idol and just like stick with that. And mm-hmm. like, that's what I know. Bruce showed me the idol. I, he was really trying to prove that he that she could trust him by though, giving her know, information, but by, it's information proving that he had fooled her. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's a it Wrong was a, information. It was a tricky situation. Yeah, for him. I can't say I would handle it any yeah. better. I don't know what it's only in retrospect. Do I say this? Right. I don't know what would have been best for him at that moment. And it, you have to be able to make quick decisions like this on yeah. Survivor. So, yeah, Jake's not in a good position. He's number eight for me. Uh, if he does find an idol or, or if he's able to get in with Kelly, I think he'd be a good in a better spot. You I know, forgot during Emily mentioned the match chat. That's why also I should part of why she's number one. The match oh, yeah, theory. Of course. I think everybody knows. But well, <laughs> you'd be surprised by the people who comment. Brand, who are brand new and I'm like oh man if only you listen to like the last like two seasons of this podcast True. <laughs> and watch my scripted videos where I it just gets anyway so alright yeah Jake me number four number four well the sob story How theory the while it is new it's not as solid I have him okay. I like Jake I think let's see how Jake's recovery goes I feel like he did a swing and a miss last night but I feel like Jake's the kind of person who could recover uh, I mean what who is Julie really at the end of the day who is Julie? She's not that important in the story. Julie is. I know she's not important in the story. She's aligned with somebody's important. She's aligned with Dee and Austin and yes. Drew. Who is Jake but, aligned with? But okay. But are <laughs> are Austin and Drew going to be mad at Jake? Not really. I don't think they really. I mean, I don't think it's going to be as big Probably a deal. Probably not. It won't be as big of a deal. I feel like I feel like Jake just needs to. He needs to lay back. Not be targeted. I mean, 
Hopefully they get more than a day. Well, he's not laying back because he's out idle, honey, and they all know it. Well, there's also going to be the auction. And as we all know, auction 3.0, as Jeff has promised it will be, will likely have. I don't know if it's going to be an open advantage that they can buy, but you better believe Jake's going to be trying to get an advantage. Yeah. However that works. In oh, I'm sure he needs to. So Jake is not going to be sitting on his hands. He's going to have more than a day. I feel like they're doing the auction. That means. The cycle is going to be two days for the next vote, not just once. He's got a little bit of time. Whereas this week, they only had one day from the previous vote off. Yeah. In one day, there was like no time. So that's a downfall of 26 days versus 39. 39, you got more time to work, to get to work and get things happening. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So Jake, for me, number four, I totally, you're not invalid putting him at eight at all. I maybe you should put him lower. Like, well, that's why I said Austin could be number four and Jake could be number five. I just can't see people below Austin on my list winning at the moment. Mm -hmm. I can't see people below him winning, but I've been wrong in the past. What? Just look at the Gabler one. Okay. Yeah. That was every love. We were always so low on Gabler. As if they all weren't wrong about Gabler too, with the exception of like 5% of people. Everyone (laughs) loves to pretend they were right the whole time. All right. I'm just getting recorded. So I can't say anything else. Not that I would. I don't right. care. That's okay with being wrong. I think it's more fun that way. All right. So our next player is after Jake. I'm guessing is Julie. Julie. Yep. Only other J here. Julie has two votes against her. Shocker. I wonder who gave those to her. Uh, she has the lowest confessional count. Do you want to take a guess? It's below 20. 15. You were close. 14. Wow. Yep. So Jake is the is the second lowest at 20. She's the lowest at 14. Mm-hmm. Julie, while she is important is also not important right even when she was being targeted last night where was julie mm-hmm. was why was julie like she was shafted yeah in the story what do you think about julie you know i've the more we've talked today the more i think i probably should have put her a little bit lower <laughs> on my list but you still could you can still swap her someday i'm sure <laughs> i i could i'm gonna stick with my rankings for now why well, she might change next week but Right now, she's seventh for me. She's lower in the pack, but I could see her beating out a couple of people. Um, like, if she took these people to the end, she would win. But uh, at the current rate, if she sits next to D, I don't think she's winning. Yeah, if she sits next to D, Austin, Drew, Kelly, I, Emily, I Bruce. don't think. Mm, I think she could beat Bruce. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I think she could beat Bruce. That's why she's seven. Um, That'd be wild if Julie did something to screw up right. being Bruce. The problem with Julie is we don't hear from her. Like you said, she, we, she has 14 confessionals. So that tells us that she's not going to be important to the story. I feel story. like I don't know who Julie is. And yeah, besides her being like a mother figure and in with the re before. It's wild because Survivor does a really good job of letting us know everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like new era Survivor does a good job. I mm-hmm. They were uh, not all Survivor of all time, but like, how can we go through like 40 episodes of Big Brother? And I feel like I don't know one of the final three. I don't want to name names. One of the final three in that show. I'm like, who really is this person? Yeah. But here in Survivor, I feel like I have a good read on most people. Right. And Julie's the only person I'm like, yeah, but like, who is Julie? Right. You know, what is Julie's wants and fears? And who is she as a person? You know, like, who is Julie? I don't know. I Yeah. We don't know much about her. So that's why she's kind of low on the list i'm sure she's probably low for you i only have her at she seven. is for me she is at uh number eight so close she probably yeah. could be number nine but she's aligned with the power alliance yeah and i can't ignore that mm-hmm. i mean we've seen under the radar winners before mm-hmm. she has been present in every episode even when they don't go tribal they have not ever skunked her like for example sifu got skunked right. Jay Maya got skunked right 
Uh, Kendra's gotten skunked. So skunk just means no confessionals the whole episode. Julie's never gotten skunked. Mm -hmm. So they have at least given her something every episode, even if it wasn't a lot. So it's possible. It just should be a very, it should have the hidden winner edit, I would say at this point. I just feel like Julie, she seems like a classic go to the end, get zero votes kind of person. I agree. I I don't think anyone's going to see her as a a strategy threat or physical threat. And I think people are going to think. Julie, what moves did you make? Right. Well, I helped. No, no, no. What moves did you make? Yeah. She's. I mean, there's positives to having a power alliance, obviously, because it gets you farther in the game. But also at the same time, it's harder to prove that you made big moves, I think. And especially if you have like kind of the quiet, calm personality that Julie does. Yep. Uh, I have nothing against Julie, but yeah, she's number eight for me. Number seven for you. Uh, Hope to see. I hope everybody here, frankly, tries to swing for the fences like Jake did. Yeah. That's, it makes for much more fun TV. It and Julie is one of them. I don't know if it'll happen, but I'm hoping for it. All right. Our next player is... Katura. Katura. Did you know she despises Bruce's skull? Oh, despises. She doesn't even like him. She looks at his face. She's like, that's a stupid face. Actually, that's Liana and Xander. That's the last time we had like a really petty rivalry like this. Mm-hmm. True. Katura freaking hates Bruce. She hates him, Mary. Do you know this? I did. She hates him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I say that as delaying as a delay tactic. I'm trying to pull up her, her numbers. <laughs> oh. She hates him. She has no votes against her. No advantages. Uh, she's only been eligible at one tribal. It was last night. Yeah. Where clearly she wasn't even the target there. Well, I mean, yeah, because people needed her for numbers. Katura has 26 confessionals. Eight were last night, though, to be fair. How many of her 26 have been about hating Bruce? A lot of them have been. I, I, I don't have solid numbers in front of me, but if you told me 20 of those 28 were about hating Bruce, I would believe you. Yeah. This is one instance where I feel like it's getting overplayed because as I said in this week's episode, I thought she did a really great move by when Bruce did attack her in front of other people. Yeah. Just very calmly and respectfully answering him back and, and asking him not to do that. Mm-hmm. She didn't blow up. She didn't get angry. She didn't like. Oh, when he asked her questions for Nariba. Right. Yeah. She wasn't, you know, she could have, according to like confessional Katura, I would have expected, well, Bruce, what are you doing? You're such an idiot. Like, don't do that. Da, da, da. <laughs> Versus like, she has a confessional side where she's like getting all this out. Yeah. But in her Good actual, her. And yeah, in her actual gameplay, she's staying really calm, cool and collected. And that's so, how you're supposed to do it. That's how you're supposed to do it. And I thought that was really good. And, but that's like the first time we've seen. We, we just don't get much content from Katura either, except for that. She hates Bruce, except for this episode. I'd say we'd, we'd see a little bit more because we saw how she was struggling to go with old Bella or or go with new Reba. So we finally got some strategy and some more content from her this week. Um. But up until this point, her storyline has been like very one dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Katura hates Bruce. She hates him. I feel like she's likely to win the battle between the two of them at the moment. Yeah. Based on the way the what is it? The wind is blowing at the mm-hmm. moment, which is everybody hating Bruce as well. But Katura specifically has hated him since like episode one. Mm-hmm. She's over him. She like how he's such a celebrity in his mind. He says he knows Sir Kane from 44. That's a big celebrity moment. Oh, yeah. Remember when he said that? And she was yes. like, that was like, the, okay. Anyways, so Katura, I feel like beats Bruce, but I feel like the moment she beats Bruce, her story is done. Mm-hmm. If Bruce, let's first say, for example, Bruce does go next week. Katura is right after him, in my opinion. Probably. Like she, she has nothing besides hating Bruce in right. her story. And that's what makes me nervous. Like I'm saying, so far her story has been one dimensional, but we saw in this week episode, hey, she is actually a pretty good game player. Why aren't we seeing more of this? And because, it's because it's not important. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right. it doesn't matter. 
And I, that's why I kind of think her move this week wasn't good for her because if she would have stuck with old Bello and voted to keep Caleb and done the rock draw or, or forced Austin to flip the vote, flip, yeah. which I think she could have. I think Jake was on something there. She would have totally proved her loyalty to Bella. She wouldn't have been left out of anything. Jake and Caleb were going to, you know, keep her informed about everything. They could have turned on Bruce later. I don't know. I just, I think it was such a bad move for her. And I think you're right that Reba's not going to, they don't need her number. They don't really care about Katura. Okay. So she helped keep Mama Julie. Maybe she'll stay another vote or two. But overall, she's not going to be good for their game in the long run. I don't think. Maybe. No, this feels like Candace flipping in Heroes versus Villains yeah. kind of situation. Where it's like, thanks, you helped us. Bye. Right. You know? Exactly. So unfortunately for Katura, it's, it's not good for her game. She's still in the very middle of the pack for me. She's number six. Because of what I saw this week, uh, knowing that she could make good strategy plays and she can be calm, cool, and collected. Mm-hmm. So we'll... <sighs> It's possible. Like if I was D and I had Katura flip over to me and help me and save Mama Julie, I would rather take Katura with me than Austin or Drew. But we don't we we see that for Katura is easier to be at the end. Katura is easier for, to be at, the, at end. the moment based on what we know. Right. But I think yeah. that the Reba four are going to stay tight longer than than Katura has got time left in the game. But I think so. yeah, once Bruce is gone, what's Katura's story? Like there's they haven't set up anything else. Mm-hmm. They have not established her outside of hating Bruce. Right. So really that's it. Like Bruce either beats Katura or Katura because Bruce has a storyline outside of hating Katura. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't hate Katura. He's has vendettas against people. Right. I guess, but they all seem kind of minor based on what we've seen. Like just Bruce being Bruce. Right. Whereas Katura hates Bruce. She hates him, Mary. <laughs> yeah. Katura for me is also number six. I'm with you, but to be fair, my rankings five and up, I'm like, those are winter contenders six and down. I'm like, I don't see it. Right. So Katura is, I mean, she's at the top, but she's at the top of the li- of the of the half of the list. Where I'm like, I don't think these people are winning. Right. I, I I need to see more. Yeah, I agree with for you. Katura's story. I need. I just haven't seen anything. We're mm-hmm. we're over halfway through the season now. Mm-hmm. And Katura's story has just been I hate Bruce. Right. He's so annoying. How dare he? <laughs> How dare he root for me during the immunity challenge? That jerk. So yeah, Katura. Uh, best thing for her at the moment would be a woman's alliance because, I mean, that actually would be good for her. Sure. That'd be better than what the situation she's currently yeah. got herself into. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Our, our next player, we got the three K women in a row. So next player is Kelly, who I think we're both really high on. Mm-hmm. Kelly is in a lot better position than Katura. It actually has a story. Mm-hmm. She has the advantage amulet. If she can get out Austin, she has motivation. If she can get out Austin, she has an idol. We'll mm-hmm. see if that, who wins that between the two of them. Cause I don't think they're going to come together and use their amulet together. Uh, Kelly has, 24 professionals. She's middle of the pack with with a lot of people. A lot of people have Kendra, Bruce, and her all of 24, by the way. D is 23. Austin is 26. You see where I mean by middle of the pack. Just yeah. like everybody's pretty in the equal. Middle. Yeah. Except for Julie. <laughs> Julie's at the bottom. And Emily's at the top. Jake's at the bottom of 20. And Emily is at the top of 38. Drew's at the top of 30. You can see it on the in the YouTube video here at the top right. But yeah. Uh, what do you think about Kelly, Mary? Well, Kelly is in a really good position at this point she's been trying to keep old bella strong and after this week we'll see how she moves forward um but she just seems to be able to she was able to bring kendra and bruce back together to vote together tonight she seems really logical about her decisions and even though she got upset at bruce this week and was like he's so hard to work with i don't know she did the smart decision by still keeping him around um she seems to be really able to meet to make 
people around her comfortable. Mm-hmm. She's obviously good in challenges because she won the immunity tonight. Um, I'm I'm just thinking about her numbers right now. She's got Kendra. She's got Bruce. So therefore, she's probably got Jake. She doesn't have Couture anymore. So it seems like she's on the bottom of the pack at this point. But we never, you never know what's going to happen. I think Kelly is easily able to get out of the situation she's in. Right. I don't think she's locked That's in. That's what I mean. I don't think she's locked in. No, I don't think she's, she's willing to cut Bruce. I think she's willing to do what's necessary to move her game yeah. forward. And she will. I guess what I mean is like old Bello isn't in a great position, but Kelly herself, I think is, is in the top of that. Nobody's going to, besides winning immunity, what kind of threat is Kelly at this point? Nobody really knows about her alliances. I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody is really targeting her or bringing her name up or anything like that. Unlike Emily though, she doesn't have a naturally built in storyline. She will, she will need to make. Yes some moves to have something at the end to be like, Hey, here's what I did. Right. And I think she's ready to make those moves. She had, we hadn't heard from her a lot until last till recently, I think. Yeah. Um, but everything we get from her is, is either strategy or some sort of personal content. Um, and mm-hmm. it's always positive. It's really just positive. content. Positive. For, for, so that's why for me, Kelly's number two, I just think she's in a really good spot and she's a really good player. She's really smart. And she's been handling the challenges that come her way really well. I think. Kelly for me is number three. I'm also hiring her. She just doesn't have any of my theories. If she had a theory, she'd be helped, but she doesn't. No soft story, unfortunately. <laughs> Good. Win with no theories. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be something, huh? Uh, no Matt chat. So she's at number three, but she, I mean, Jake has the soft story theory and she's beaten him. Kelly just seems like, as I said, all season, just like so often there's like, what is Kelly thinking? Yeah. What is she up to? Mm-hmm. Even when it's absolutely inconclusive. Yeah, sorry, I'm screwing that word up. Inconsequential to the story. Right. They're like, what is Kelly thinking? Mm -hmm. What is her strategic play at the moment? I mean, why is her alliance with Brando important? It's not. He's not even on the jury. Right. But they wanted us to see what Kelly was up to. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's the kind of stuff where it's like, you know, D could become too big of a target, vote off, Kelly wins. Right. It's true. Yeah. Emily, same with Emily. Emily, oh, can't bring her to the end. She's got a story. Mm -hmm. D, oh no, she's running the power line. It's got to get her out. Right. Kelly. But Kelly doesn't have like a big threat. That's what I'm saying. Her, she doesn't seem to have any sort of target, anything like it could be a bad thing. Like she has nothing necessarily at the moment, at the moment, you know, that she's done that would be against her. But she's only been to like two tribals and like both of them were get out Caleb. Right. Exactly. So wait, was she in the seafood tribal or the Caleb tribal? I mean, either way, it was very railroaded. Here's what we're doing. She was in the seafood tribal. Yeah. Seafood. I mean, obviously you're going to vote the guy who's not. Night. She, I think it was the right <laughs> decision because it was an easy vote. Easy vote. Why lock the boat? Right. Exactly. At this on point, one. there was no need get out somebody that has no alliance. Especially we don't have the numbers in that group anyway. Right. Versus somebody who's supposed to be in your alliance. So, yeah. No, I I think she definitely made the right decision last night for sure. Yeah, Kelly. I know some people are like, why are people hiring Kelly? It's like, yeah, because they keep keep showing us her, mm-hmm. even though she's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So it means she's some. She has to be reaching the end here, like right. final five, final six. Like she's not in the finale. I'd be a little surprised at the moment. Right. How much they want to tell us about Kelly. So yeah, Kelly for me uh, is number three for you. She's what? Number two. Number two. All right. We're high on Kelly. Okay. Let's move on to our last player. The last of the K women. Kendra. Kendra. Kendra has no votes against her. No advantages. She has. 24, 24. professionals. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a big deal, but she did have like a fun moment in a secret scene last yeah. week. I'm not sure if that's like it wasn't didn't seem it's not like a backstory or anything. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, no, this is a secret scene. She's done for. Well, but they did cut her out of the first episode 
not going to that tribal. Mm-hmm. I mean, she went to the tribal council with Lulu and they cut her around that. They didn't show that at all. Right. Well, also, sure. I mean, Sifu and Jamie got scenes cut and this wasn't necessarily exactly like theirs, but it did give a lot of personal content for Kendra as well as how she's using her personality to play the game. I think that's what's interesting to me. Oh, is like okay. She was saying, this is my strategy. Yeah. This is how I'm playing the game. This is how I'm connecting with people. And so, yeah, that is important because what else has Kendra really got going for? Like, Cat noises. When she's, te- when she's saying, this is, this is my strategy, that's kind of important. You know, yeah. if, for she her, get, if she did get six confessionals last night, though, like we heard oh, what kind well. of thinking she wants Bruce out. She's done with him. Yeah. My problem with Kendra's episode this week, it wasn't great at all. She was constantly like, we're going to get Caleb out. We're going to get Bruce out. We're going to get Caleb out. We're going to get Bruce out. We're going to get Caleb out. We're going to get Bruce out. Well, they got Caleb out. Yeah, I know. But she was just like whoever she was talking to at that moment. Oh, that's right. She's a parrot. You told right. me about this. Yeah, what, yeah, was what she was thinking of doing. So I don't, I don't, Kendra is super nice and super likable and super fun, but she's not a great strategist, I don't think. I think she's just going to go along with whatever group she feels comfortable with at that moment. Um. And so I don't really see her being her game being respected that much. I think she's she could get drugged to the end, but I don't think she will be. I think she's probably going to go home soon because mm, I mean, we'll see. I, she I just, don't, why would Kendra be going home soon? I feel like Kendra she doesn't, is another person dragged to the end because like can Kendra in front of a jury like sell herself? Right. That's like one of the people I'm like, I think. I don't think she could do no, it. No, she couldn't. She would be she would be a good person to drag to the end. I'm just afraid of her. She's already like flip-flopping on her own Bellow alliance. Yeah. And I don't think she's trustworthy. And I think people are going to oh, see that. Okay. Yeah, I think people are going to be like, okay, is she with us? Or is I she going to... Because I just overheard her talking with so-and-so and she was really excited about yeah. getting whatever. Like, I don't think she... It's not that Kendra means to be untrustworthy. It's just... She gets excited about a plan and she's like, yeah, that sounds good. And then no, she hears like another plan. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, that sounds like a good plan. I think it's going to catch up with her and I don't think it's going to be good for her game. But also, you know, how much do we see from Kendra during that? Besides this week's episode, it's I mean, usually she's middle of the pack, but she has been skunked in an episode. Nobody else here right. who's still in the game has. And as you mentioned, she was completely cut out of an episode where she did. Something that nobody else has done. In I the apologize. Game. Bruce was skunked in one episode as well. I said earlier, nobody else has. Oh, so Bruce, Bruce I, I apologize. Bruce was skunked one episode, which is wild considering how big he is. Yeah, she was kind of the first. I mean, that was really the, <laughs> the first episode when Jeff revealed that in the On Fire podcast. I'm like, I know that's not within the bounds of the show, but like. Uh, they cut her out of a whole tribal right. council that she was at. Like she was sitting in the jury stand, I assume, watching mm-hmm. and she got to cast a vote. Mm-hmm. Or who's going? Are you kidding me? And they cut that out. Right. That's a pretty good sign you're not going to be a winner. <laughs> I know Hannah had to quit to get back to her nicotine addiction, her vape, but they cut out Kendra. I mean, yeah. that's kind of yeah. a big deal. So I don't think she's winning. She's number nine for me. Pretty. Oh, inter- same. Number nine for me yeah. as well. It's twi- twice now. No, three times tonight we've agreed on placements. One, six, and nine runs. Oh, no, one, six, nine, ten. And hey, ten. We're you stop copying me. <laughs> Even though we do this separately, we well, don't talk to each other when we make the rankings. Right. And the longer the season goes on and the less options you have, obviously, yeah. it just becomes more clear who's who's probably going to make it to the end and who's not. So. Don't worry, people. We'll get Rebecca back on next week and she'll be completely opposite of me <laughs> in almost every ranking. She'll have Bruce Good. at one, Emily at 10. No, no, <laughs> I don't won't. think Bruce will be here next No, week. <laughs> Bruce won't, may not be, be here. Yeah. He has an idol, though. We'll see. We'll see. 
So, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Uh, tomorrow, for those who are interested, we're going to do a non-spoiler section in this as well. So everyone should be able to listen. We're going to do a Big Brother podcast. Uh, I would not say against my better judgment, but against what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a more of a need to do at this point. We've watched the whole season. Yeah. Sari was on it. Mm-hmm. We watched for We're Suri. talking about the whole season. We're going to do a no-spoiler no section. And then we'll do then we'll do spoilers. So if you want no spoilers, don't worry. You won't be spoiled. We'll talk about it. It's going to be a time. There will be (laughs) words spoken. Emotions will be expressed. Uh, Audio will be uploaded to the Internet for you to listen to. Those are all the positive things. There will be a few jokes that will happen. I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, the show just is not. It's like that's I don't understand. So we'll talk the all edited about show. I don't get how people tomorrow. like the edited show. <laughs> I get the live feed appeal. I don't get the edited show. Like I don't get it. Like I get it, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. All right. We'll talk about tomorrow. If you want to hear us, basically, we're going to talk about Big Brother as objectively as we can, but also there'll be a lot of a lot of subjectiveness. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.